executive coach on the value of coaching. Welcome to Coaching for Potential with Rory Rowland. Join national presenter and consultant Rory Rowland as he discusses another aspect of powerful coaching and how it transforms people to improve your organization. Welcome to Coaching for Potential with Rory Rowland. Hi, Rory. How are you? Paul, it is great. I am great. It's good to be with you again, my friend, to talk about the power of coaching for potential. Yeah, and sounds like you have an interesting conversation with an executive recruiter. We do. George McCarran, he's the founder of the McGarren Group. They're an executive talent acquisition firm, and McGarren Group specializes in working with major corporations throughout the United States, focusing on successful permanent placement in high level executives. Ooh. So he's so, look, he's looking for talent everywhere and yeah, he, he he's knows got a that, ton of folks that work for him and he's working all the time. And he knows that one of the talents that you got to have is coaching. Absolutely. And and not only does he look for that in, in the folks that he works with, but he he tells a couple of stories in the podcast here that are just great examples of how he uses coaching and helps people uh, that actually become his clients, look out for them to help them to the next level of their career. Here is your conversation with George McGarren. Or it's it's uh, great to be here. I appreciate you having me on, and it's always a it's always awesome to talk to you again. So it's good to be here. It, it is my pleasure, and we've we've chatted in the past to kind of prep for this. So yeah, you know, obviously people are going through challenging times right now with the pandemic, and you shared a story earlier with me about the challenges you faced in two thousand eight. Just kind of give me a sense of that, you know, kind of what happened in 2008 with your business and what lessons did you kind of learn from that? 2008, and I learned this the hard way, The all of my clients were banks and financial institutions on the recruiting side. And uh, <laughs> it was, so it, yes, it was, I mean, it was a rough thing to do. I learned later on, it's good to have a portfolio. But I went from then, I went... <laughs> I went from 50 people to zero very quickly. You know, that was so my- So you fired yourself? Did you fire yourself? I mean, I, I don't think I could afford to, to pay myself at the time, right? <laughs> I, I've been there. I've been there. I know, yeah. man. Uh, and I think, it's, I think it's an important uh, lesson as an entrepreneur uh, as well. But I, that was my version of, of sort of COVID-19 in my, in my own little world, right? I had the choice to either maybe, you know, go back and work for somebody else or to reinvent sort of a better mousetrap, as they say. Interesting. And I said to myself, I, I, I never want to be in this situation again because this one day will happen again. And interestingly enough, I mean, it, it just happened, right? This is in the last two months, right? So right. we implemented a couple of things. And when I say, wait, was at the time it was me, at the t- <laughs> but I eventually built it up again to about 30 people. So now I've got 30 people in the team. But in 2008, I decided to, to start with sort of a remote, you know, to hire rem- talent remotely, right? Instead of having offices. And I also decided, which is a really important lesson for somebody today, I decided to take every sale that I ever had and tithe 10% into an emergency cash savings account, right? From the business, just in case there was sort of another rainy day. And the third thing I did was I thought if I could do this all over again, exactly, where did I, what was sort of my mistake and what was the market's mistake? And obviously the market was at, was at fault, but I was also at fault as well, right? So I changed some of those things. I can tell you right now, I mean, it's, it's um, right now, I mean, we've got, we have two businesses. The first core business, which is the recruiting is, is on a stop until July, like everybody else, right? We're able to go through that because we've been saving since 2008 for the same thing that I didn't know it was going to be called coronavirus, but it's, we were sort of ready. Yeah, I've, I've lived through this and I can tell you that the folks are that are, that are listening to this now that are having the same thing, things get better. It, it's, but you need to self, you know, sort of evaluate the things that you've done wrong and the things that you can't control 
and uh, for the next time, and this will happen again, the idea is to be ready for the next time this does happen and uh, to plan accordingly. But I think the lesson was, you know, what did I get wrong and how can I design that to sort of not get it wrong the next time? No, I think those are great lessons and you've got to, any organization, any business has got to have capital they set aside in order to be able to navigate these kinds of times. And you did that and that is a great key. And so obviously you got knocked down. And what advice would you give to people who are now facing that kind of situation going forward? Right. So I think mental strength is extremely, extremely important. You can, you can literally let your mental game, you know, control your physical sort of presence, your decision-making process. Uh, I think mentally you just have to know, and I used to tell myself this, and this was, I can, when I started my business, by the way, I was pretty much broke from 2000 to about 2003. So it was a long, long time. It's, it's starting a business, as you know, is not as sexy as they make it seem sometimes. I, I remember telling myself when I would go to bed at nighttime, today I'm, I'm sort of in a terrible situation, but I'm one day closer than I was yesterday or, you know, or tomorrow I'll be one day closer to not being in a terrible situation. I think, so I think mentally, you know, folks need to know that, that today might be terrible, but tomorrow you're just one day closer to not being. I think the mental piece of this is really, really fundamental. The second right. thing is, which I learned to do, I think you need to leave your ego at home. If there are opportunities that maybe are out of your comfort zone, and there's financial opportunities that normally you would say no to, maybe start to look at those and, and just think about, sometimes you learn more about yourself than you do the financial gain or the actual event that you participated in. But I would say be open to new things and, and mentally you really need to know that tomorrow it will be a better day. Yeah, absolutely. Keep learning and growing and recognizing that uh, you face those challenges. I think it's a, an important one. You also do coaching with, for folks and we talked earlier and you talked about a gentleman who worked for a shipping company and just wanted to kind of get your, your sense on that. You know, what, how did you help him go through that and how did you help him with his leadership transformation? So this was, and this was, I think, I think he helped me as much as I helped him. I mean, at the end of the day, he was, this was one of my first candidates that I had ever worked with. He was a candidate that later on became unemployed and he, he had me over his house a couple of times and I would, you know, I would, I would, uh, I'd seen his kids and he'd lost, so he'd lost his job. He was at a point where his sons was about to go to college. He didn't have the money to pay for it. He didn't have the money. He was sort of late on his mortgage payments and he literally begged me, you know, in his home saying, George, you, you, you need to help me and just find me something, you know, I beg you. I, this is, a, I think, an important thing about being engaged, if, you know, if you're a coach or, or in anything you do. I, I, I said yes at that moment and I helped him sort of find the next role. And that was it. I mean, I, I literally, I spent, you know, 110% to make sure that I found him in his next gig. I got him a, a role and I'll, I'll mention the company. He ended up at DHL and okay. uh, it was a dream job for him. He had two kids, but they both went to college. He paid the house off and he actually had, he put the down payment on the house for his, for the son that went to college uh, later on. And that was it. And, you know, we stayed in touch to some extent, but I, I literally got a call about, I would say about a month ago, might've been six weeks ago. And he called me and he said, George, I want to thank you. Literally today was my last day at DHL. And I want to thank you for, for, for making this happen. And, and that's kind of the best thing. I think if you're, if you're in the business that you and I are in, where we help people, mm -hmm. you know, it's, but I think being engaged and, and, and that level of, of engagement, it wouldn't have created that opportunity for him. I think it's an important lesson, but I learned as much as, you know, I learned almost more from him than he learned from me, but that was sort of a, sort of a, one of the, that's the reason I do this and, and why I love recruiting and, and placement and, and branding and, and all these things that get to help people sort of, uh, for me, I see it as a, 
I'm helping them, their kids and their grandkids. Yeah, I think that is, I love how that story ended up. That's such a powerful story of how you made an impact in somebody's life. And that's why I do the coaching. I just love to see the transformation that occurs with people as I work with them. It's just a great experience to see them grow, prosper, go through those challenging times. And I just love it when you can see them later and they're setting up straight and they've got confidence and they're in control of their life and you help them with that transformation. I think that's such an important key. Tell me about the California to New York relocation unemployment story. That's, we talked about that. It was a great story. I just want to kind of get your sense on that and how you helped another person kind of coach them through challenges. So this, and this, was, a, this was another difficult situation where, and this is also talks about and kind of what you mentioned before, even though initially they start off as sort of, let's say a sale or a new client, Clients later on become friends, right? And, and colleagues and partners and, and uh, everyone that I've worked with, that's how, sort of how I treated them. So I had a, I had a client of mine, initially was a client. He, he ended up taking a, a role cross country, right? So he went from California to New York. He had to move the whole family, right? So mind you, he had a couple of kids in school. So he relocates the whole family, gets a, you know, gets a house that he rents, signs a lease, a C-suite a C role. So a week into it, the company that he works at pretty much says, you know, hey, hey, buddy, uh, this isn't going to be a fit. You know, you're, you're, you're on the street. <laughs> and Ouch. it was a, and I remember actually, this is an interesting time because him and I had had a call two days before that where we were talking about, he was talking about getting us on board and, and having them, you know, having us partner with them on the recruiting side. And he was excited about it. And it was just a cool thing. Two days later, you know, him and I were talking about, he was, he was sort of unemployed. Wow. Um, we, and, and this is this is what, about the relationship side, but we we made a point to meet once a month or once every two months just to have you know a drink or two, and uh, we did that. And and during the during one of our our sort of lunch or you want to call it drink sessions, <laughs> sure. know, a, sort of an afternoon, we started talking about just life and kind of where things could be. And then I for some, you know I I had a, another client of mine, very large sort of hundred billion dollar manufacturer, and I said, hey why don't I just make an email introduction right now and just see what happens, right? And it, that email literally kept him, you know, I would say afloat for the next year and a half. As he, he, gave, he sort of got a consultancy role. We decided not to, to charge the client, which was this large company, you know, any fee, just as a favor to him. It was sort of a win-win-win for everybody. And that was it. And he ended up, you know, we, we're, we're still good friends. He landed a, another role later on, and, and now they're one of my better clients. And, uh, you know, they last year they gave us about a half a million dollars in business, right? And that was just... You know, that's a genuine, you know, me trying to help him. It wasn't, it wasn't anything financial related, but I think it's, it goes back to being engaged, but also treating your clients and your customers like family and like friends. And uh, that, that's how you, that's how you build a sustainable long-term business. And, and when things are transactional and you know this, right? I mean, you, you and I've talked about, you and I have the same philosophy on how to treat clients, but when it gets transactional, it's just, a, it just ends bad when it's more of a relationship based and that's how I've, you know, you've told me all the success you've had where mm -hmm. it's a relationship game and they, they know that, that they can trust Rory uh, as a partner and that, that partnership, when it becomes symbiotic, it's a, it's a, it's a win-win and, and everybody has fun. Yeah. And that's such an important key with people is, is to build those relationships. And I, I did a, I was going to do a book here a while back on uh, the best salespeople I ever met. And the challenge is I just got so much resistance from the companies. They just wouldn't let, they wouldn't let their best salespeople be interviewed because they didn't want other competitors to know who the best folks were. But I got to interview some of them. And, and what I discovered from all of them, I asked them, I said, what's your secret of success? And they said, I make my clients friends. Um, and there was one story. It was a great story. I just loved it. And 
And it, this woman sold a real estate in Denver, Colorado, and one of the greatest salespeople I'd ever met. And I said, you know, how do you make them be your friend? She goes, well, let me tell you a quick story to illustrate that. And she goes, I had a couple, I sold them a house. Uh, things went bad. They got divorced. I sold both those houses and bought each of them. Uh, I, I mean, I sold that house and then bought each of them a house. But I stayed in contact with them while they were apart. One time she called them up and said, why don't we all just go out for drinks together? And she actually literally got them back together again. Uh, the relationship flourished. They got back together. They, and she actually then sold both of their houses again. and then bought them their new house. And so, you know, she had done four transactions for four different houses with this couple uh, during that time frame. But she says the most important thing was to see them back together again, because they really truly were happier together than they were apart. And she said that was such an important key. And I think that's really the critical key to success is helping people uh, grow uh, those relationships I mean, you know, we've all got to make a living. We've got to buy a house and got to have those, those creature comforts that we all live in. But really, I think, you know, what, what's comforting for me when I put my head on the pillow at 10 o'clock at night or whatever time I go to bed at that night is to know that I've helped people grow and progress. And that's my goal with this is helping people grow and progress. And that's why I love your two stories there, because it was you were so focused on helping them to grow and helping to their next phase of their success. And, and both of them you know, had great success. The gentleman from DHL actually called you the day, the last day he was working there, he retired and, and said, thank you that you, I, you got me this job and you got me here and this worked out. And then the gentleman who relocated, you know, ended up getting you one of your biggest clients ever because you helped them during times when they were really struggling. And I think that's, that's the lesson of this uh, COVID-19 that I'm sharing with my clients is now's the time when you really build relationships. You find out who your friends are. You find out how this organization is going to help you. And it, it, you can really pick up new clients. You can build up new relationships. You can connect with people because you're going to help them during a time when they are facing challenges. And I, that's your point if I'm hearing you correctly. Right, George? 100%. You're the sales lady, right, for the real estate. Right. And I think she she has that. She's got that right in terms of it's, it's, it's about friendships, right? And uh you know, to me, business is personal, right? Mm -hmm. And once it becomes personal, and, and which I think is that's the, there's a, you know, you, you would never do harm to a friend of yours, right? You would never right. do a bad deal. Um, I think the other thing, and this just goes back to integrity. I had this situation this morning, actually. Um, I was referred to somebody and, you know, when you get referred from, to somebody, I mean, there's pretty much a 99% chance that the person will, will work with you, right? Sure. And, uh, so for the branding, this is for, this is an executive. Um, the service, it's a, it's a couple thousand dollars. Folks have to pay up front. Uh, I was referred to somebody and he, he was telling me about his, you know, his resume and his LinkedIn and it wasn't great. And, and I looked at it and I, and I told him and I said, you know, I, I mentioned that, you know, this might be the worst sort of sales, anti-sales pitch you've ever heard in the last, you know, 20 years or 30 years I've been working, but I don't think you need my service. And I don't think you need anyone's service. Your, your, your material looks terrific. I think you just need to figure out how to frame it a little better, you know, verbally. He was so grateful that I didn't try to sell him something that he didn't need, right? Mm -hmm. he, he then said, George, I appreciate the honesty. I didn't expect pretty much based on my friends. I was expecting to hand over, you know, and, and probably sign up with you. You know, I've got three other friends actually that you, you might want to talk to. And here's, here's the list. Just I'll make an intro. And, uh, you know, that was it. I mean, within an hour later, I was on the, on the phone with one of them and he, you know, he was able to sign up with us. But I think you need to give your clients and your pr prospects and your future clients real genuine advice as if they're friends. And that's, right. uh, that's a, that's a, that, I mean, it's an integrity issue and, you know, it's sometimes 
people sell their soul for, for a quick dollar. That doesn't last very long. Folks like that are out of business very quickly, but that's an important thing. I think, you know, what starts at, what, what sort of starts poorly ends poorly. I don't know if you've heard that expression before. Sure. Sure. And uh, you know, I think it, it makes real, it makes a lot of sense to start relationships on a, on a positive note. And, 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 you know, at the end, Think of them as, as, as friends to be. You're, I mean, you're, you're, you're spot on with your assessment. The importance of building a relationship, not just building a transactional, you know, sort of bank statement, right? So, Right. No, that's, that's exactly right. It can't be about the dollar signs. I mean, certainly you've got to make money and we've got to pay the bills. We all have to do that. But man, I just, I love it when I build those relationships with folks. And I, I love it when I see people grow and progress. And that's clearly what you were saying with your clients is when you see them placed in a job and they're successful and they're able to put their kids through college or they get relocated, you they get fired and you help them find another, you know, kind of interim job and then they find another job. But ultimately you got rewarded for those things. And, and certainly you want to get rewarded. But the key is that you made an impact in people's lives and helped them navigate through a tough time that may have been devastating for them and you helped them get over that. And I think those are the important keys. So George, I just, I just think that's absolutely terrific. How do people get a hold of you uh, for your services? If they're looking for an executive search firm or they want to get a job or, or they're looking for a, a, you know, coaching from the perspective of, Hey, how does my career look? How does my resume look? How does my LinkedIn look? How could they get a hold of you? And what are the three or four things that you offer from your firm that can help people progress their career? Right. And the easiest way for them would be the best way is just to text. It, it goes to me eventually, but just to text, just text your name and sort of the reason of how you think I might be able to help you and my team might be able to help you. And just the text that they would send the number to would be 212-658-0801. So they just, you know, you can send a quick, quick text with some of your information, you could just, if you could mention that you'd heard uh, this on, on your show, um, that would help as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of the services, there's a couple of ways that, that we, we help folks. The first piece is, and I think this is an important thing, uh, we help them in terms of getting the resume and the LinkedIn and as well as just sort of the counsel of sometimes folks, you know, candidates will have problems with three or four uh, different interviews, or sometimes they're, I mean, we call them sort of the bridesmaid and not the bride. And uh, or they're interviewing and they're getting the wrong questions or they're 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 applying to things online, which is just to give you a quick heads up. But there's a two percent response rate if you actually apply to things online. So it's a pretty it's a it's a bad strategy. But if if they're interested in hearing about better strategies, um, they can talk to me and I can walk them through that. Um, so we help them with the strategy, the strategy, the strategy part about finding work. We find we help them with the, the logistical thing of, you know, the documentation and uh, the third piece is the opportunities, right? So it's, uh, that's how we, and we work with people that are all over the country and the world. This is actually a great time to play offense. You know, if you're home and you're not traveling, it's a great time to redesign things that have gone wrong. So I think this mm-hmm. is, it's, so, you know, we're, we're always available. We could set up a call and kind of go from there. You know, you're all over the country, so you've got a, a large reach and breadth. At our hundredth episode, we had uh, downloads in over 100 different countries. So it was amazing to see uh, how the podcast has grown. But I just want to say, George, thank you for being on the program. Thank you for your stories of helping. So thank you for having me on. And I I appreciate it, Roy. My pleasure, George. Thank you for being on Coaching for Potential. And this is George McGarren from the McGarren Group. So thank you, George. Thank you, Roy. Thanks. All right. Good job, Roy. That was a good conversation with George. Thank you, my friend. And yeah, I just love the way that he tells the stories about the folks that he's worked with and the impact that he's made. And I just think that's so important for us to know that as leaders and as managers, you know, caring for people, helping them through the process 
helping them get a job, but obviously when they, you know, stub their toe or things happen to them, helping them out is just such a powerful tool. And he's built his business on caring for people. And that's why he's so successful. And those why that's why those stories are so powerful for our mm-hmm. listeners today. Yeah, it is pretty powerful as he talked about things that went well, things that didn't go well, and how he always kind of came back to coaching to be mm-hmm. successful. Right. And when people reached out to him and said, hey, I'm in trouble, he didn't just throw them aside. He said, hey, let me work on this. And let me see if I can help you. Good interview. Good job. Now, if people wanted to interview you, perhaps they wanted to talk to you, <laughs> <laughs> what's the best way that they can get a hold of you? Absolutely. They can get a hold of me on RoyRoland.com. That's our website, RoyRoland, R-O-R-Y-R-O-W-L-A-N-D.com. Uh, they can also uh, visit us through coachingmanager.university. So it's coachingmanager.university. And matter of fact, uh, that is Ooh. our 52-module program. Anybody who sends me an email, I will give you a free uh, scholarship to that program what? so you can take a look at it and and uh, actually help you improve your skill sets on coaching significantly. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's got to be a catch for something that great. <laughs> There's no catch. It's absolutely free. Well, I, I think there is a catch to it. Beware, your career may skyrocket after that. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. I, I free offer. Absolutely, I can right. Hear they it. want to get it, and they want to get it started. So that it, that is good. That's great. Okay. Well, well, thank you for your time today, Rory. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate your help with this. All right. We'll see you next time. You bet. Thanks for listening to Coaching for Potential with Rory Roland. Join us next time for another discussion about the power of coaching. This has been a KCTK production produced by Paul Lavoda and Rory Rowland. For more information and content, visit RoryRowland.com.